Welcome to the Think Podcast with Joel Sedeckes. I'm Joel Sedeckes, and this is the show that tackles impossible questions from a biblical perspective to help you explain, share, and defend the Christian message. One of the things that I've been doing a lot more recently is engaging with questions on the website Quora, Q-U-O-R-A.com. Why have I been engaging with more questions on Quora? There are at least two reasons. One, because I'm off of typical mainstream social media sites like Facebook, Twitter, except for Think Institute posts. I will make those. I will promote podcast episodes, things like that. But I'm not engaging with people. I'm not arguing, debating. Uh, I'm not even pushing Bible verses and... um, my thoughts on them. I am, however, engaging more in the YouVersion Bible app where I'm posting notes, things like that. You can feel free to friend me on there. And I'm also engaging with Quora. So the first reason I'm engaging with Quora, which is a great website. I very much recommend it. There is some debating, bickering, but for the most part, answers are long. They're well thought out. There's not as much knee-jerk, spitfire reaction as goes on on some of these other social media websites. That's the first reason that. Second reason is this. I have been reading and interacting with the thought of Jordan Peterson more, the psychologist from Canada, uh, from the University of Toronto, whom Dave Rubin calls the most important thinker of our time. I think that's debatable, but I've been engaging with his thoughts more and he, I was very surprised to find this out. He got his start as a public thinker outside of his career as a professor at Harvard and the University of Toronto on Quora. He was answering questions on Quora. And it's really interesting. His answers are still up on that website. You can actually go and read some of his raw thinking from the, the last eight, nine years as he's been sorting through the ideas that eventually made it into his popular book, um, which uh, which came out, I believe, last year or in 2018, 12 Rules for Life. And so that, I, I respect Jordan Peterson. I certainly don't agree with him on, on everything, but uh, that kind of has you know brought Quora, this website, to my mind. And, and basically the way Quora works is you get on Quora, and people ask questions, and then you can ask questions too, and you can answer questions. And so as I as I speak to you right now, I've got 29 answers in my inbox here. Six of them are ones that Quora suggests for me based on what my interests are, what I've talked about in the past. 21 of them are answers that others have requested of me. I'm by no means any kind of a uh, uh, one of the most popular people on Quora, far from it. Um, I, I've just started engaging on there. And uh, there are people who are much more articulate, much more popular on the website than I am. But what it does is my engagement on Quora helps me to see the questions people are actually asking in real time and to respond to them. And sometimes what will happen is I'll have a response or an answer that I've already written and I'll just sort of copy and paste from uh, either my pastoral blog or the Think Institute site. And other times I will come up with an original answer.
So what I want to do right now is read to you the answer that I gave to one of these questions on Quora. And that question was, what is one minor event that truly changed the way we live without us even knowing it? Now, this is Holy Week. As I write this, It uh, right now we're, we're in Wednesday of Holy Week, which I don't think has a cool name like uh, Palm Sunday, Maundy Thursday, Good Friday, or Holy Saturday. I think Wednesday is just Wednesday. But that's not to say nothing significant happened, of course, during Holy Week on Wednesday, but it just doesn't have one of those cool names. But it is Holy Week. And so I'm thinking about Holy Week. I'm thinking about the Lord. I'm thinking about my faith in Jesus. And I got to thinking, what is the one event that caused more change, that catalyzed more movements for good in the world, that reshaped not only the religious landscape, but the economic, the political, the moral and social uh, fabric of the world, and which is way underappreciated. I mean, like no one is talking about the fact that Western society owes its existence and and other societies in the world insofar as they have have uh, been impacted by this event and also been impacted by civilizations such as Western society that were impacted by this event. You know, there's an event that is very underappreciated. It would be considered a minor event in, in many uh, in many schools of thought, and yet it dramatically has impacted the world around us and our own lives. So I want to read you the answer that I gave, and then by now you probably know what that event is, but I'm going to read you my answer. It's a short answer, 180 words, but I'll read it to you, maybe share a few closing thoughts, and uh, tell you about what's going on right now with the Institute, and, and that'll be it, and that'll be your podcast for today. This is a great question. Approximately 1,991 years ago, a 33-year-old Jewish laborer, who was also a religious teacher and healer, was crucified by the Roman government. That event, followed by his purported resurrection on the third day, catalyzed the series of events and historical movements that would eventually produce Western civilization. It was the belief in the resurrection of Jesus of Nazareth that launched the church, the global missionary movement that sustained civilization after the fall of Rome and built a new world order in its place, from which arose everything from the first hospitals, universities, and nonprofit organizations, to modern science and medicine, not to mention a usurping of the previous might-makes-right ethic of the Romans, and replacing it with a love-thy-neighbor ethos, as well as millions and billions of lives transformed as his followers 
pursued reconciliation, forgiveness, and progress for their fellow believers and disbelievers alike. All that started from one Jewish laborer's death in the first century. By the way, did you ever wonder why it's called the first century? Yep, that's because of Jesus too. So there you have it. The death and resurrection of Jesus Christ is the center point of history. And it kicks off, historically speaking, an era. It's been called other things. It it certainly is called, you know, the common era by historians today. It's also arguably the defining event that kicked off what's known as the post-axial era. It was called that by um, a uh, a philosopher, John Hick, who is a uh, relativist, um, very influential, sort of a former Christian kind of guy. And even he recognizes, although he's not a believer, that the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ happened at a time in history when things dramatically changed, where the ethos of the world um, was transformed, where, where the, the um, operating idea of the world was radically transformed to the extent that the dominant schools and systems of thought went from being very uh, inward focused to being outward focused. In other words, Jesus changed the world. Now, we can acknowledge that or we cannot acknowledge it, but it was the resurrection of Jesus that started the church. Or at the very least, gave the church the backbone to go and do what the Holy Spirit had filled it to do, had empowered it to do. But this isn't a podcast about uh, the Holy Spirit or the church. It's a podcast about the event that changed the world that doesn't get enough credit, and that is the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So that's all I have for you. I certainly hope that you have a wonderful Holy Week, that you've had a wonderful Holy Week, and that your heart and mind are focused on the time when we celebrate, the holiday, the holy day, when we celebrate the death and resurrection of Jesus, the event that changed the world. That's all I have for you. There is still time to leave a five-star rating and review for the Think Podcast on Apple Podcasts. If you do that, uh, we'll give you to the end of Holy Week, and then I'm going to go ahead and do my my giveaway. So uh, if you want to get your mitts on the book, Myth and Meaning in Jordan Peterson, edited by Ron Dart, go ahead and leave me a five-star rating and review, an honest one, of course, on Apple Podcasts, and you will be entered in that drawing. You can also engage with the Think Institute and the Think Podcast by going to thethink.institute, and we are on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all the things. And of course, now I'm also on Quora, so feel free to find me on there. 
And you know what? Check out Quora for yourself. If you if you like it and you find yourself with some questions that you want to answer, you know, we need more Christians out there articulating, sharing, and defending the Christian message. And if you have an answer that you don't know how to answer, maybe I can help you out with it. Request that I answer it. Drop me a line on Quora. All right. Until next time, I hope it made you think.